So another concept that we need to understand in the context of community mores is something that we refer to as paternalism in law. So paternalism, the word itself gives reference to the concept of parent and the concept of parent is somebody who is in a position of authority, who has certain uh, powers over the particular child that it's raising and that who is going to impose certain rules on that child in the best interest of that child. Mommy's saying that you can't have the sweet because the sweet is bad for you, right? That's what we think about when we think about paternalism. In the context of law, paternalism is where the state itself says we are going to regulate certain things because we are looking after you. We know what is in your best interest and we want to protect you against certain harm. So think even for instance of the example of the of the uh tossing of the those who suffer from dwarfism uh, that I'd just spoken about earlier, right? The law might say, no, but it's in your best interest. We are going to protect you. We're going to forbid this type of contact, conduct because we are the parent, so to speak. We're the one in authority that knows what is best for you. And so we are going to say that this should be prohibited under law because we need to protect you. So an example that you will see of paternalism in law is under Section 28 of the Constitution, you will see references made there to the best interests of the child, right? And the best interests of the child, it means that everything a court does uh, must be done in furtherance of the best interests of the child, right? So the ch a court is considered a guardian of the child and a court must act to, uh, in such a way that furthers the best interests of the child and laws must be interpreted in such a way that they further the best interests of the child. So we can see in the context of... Um, sort of best interest of the child in the context of maybe when a child concludes a contract and the law doesn't want to hold that child accountable because they're not of a certain age and they don't have a certain amount of experience and understanding in this world and so the law feels that they need to protect them against uh, the consequences, the potential legal consequences of such an act and so the law says that they don't have the necessary capacity to conclude that contract. So that's an example of the law being paternalistic. And in that instance, it makes perfect sense because, in fact, we are dealing with a situation where the law is regulating the behavior of children. Um, but that's not to say that the law will always act in a manner in which a parent, so to speak, would act because you can think of a scenario where we've had, in fact, in our country where for religious purposes, a parent doesn't want to allow a child to receive blood transfusions and the child is suffering from a life-threatening condition and the courts have ruled against the particular parent in the best interests of that child. So the law adopts a paternalistic attitude there, which goes against what the parent might want, even though it goes against what the parent must want because the law is acting as a, as a bigger parents, so to speak, right? So that is the law acting in a paternalistic manner.